Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Commiserate. I'm Dave. I want to keep this in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, is this your commiseration? Is this a commiseration? If this is my commiseration, then our lives are going pretty well. Yeah, it's up there. Um, we can't figure out the name of that song. There's yeah, it's it's like that trumpet, you know, Instagram reel. Sometimes they have like original audio, and they don't actually quote like the original song. That bugs me. There's a lot of TikTok trends that will sample a song and. I feel like I never see them give any credit to the original song. You know, frankly, I don't even care about copyright laws. What I do care about is is credits. Yeah. Like, if you do a sample, just give the original artist credit. Just say it's somewhere. We were just watching this Instagram reel, and uh, it, it ended pretty, by it saying... Dum, 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 dum. The, the guy playing it on, it on the trumpet. It's... Yeah. It was so funny, but now I can't... And now I got it stuck in my head. And yeah. now my head. What's worse is I have your rendition <laughs> stuck in my it's head. It's a pretty good rendition. No, it's terrible. Um, I tried shazamming it with my own voice, which, surprise, surprise, didn't work. But then I remembered that Google, the mobile app, um, you can hum a song. And it's actually pretty good about recognizing it. And even Google didn't recognize what I was trying to do. You know it's bad when Google can't even. And I was on pitch, okay? He, Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying you. to support me. Um, so, is that your commiseration? I guess. Do you have it? Okay, I'm going to go into mine. So, today at work, um, a buddy came in and he said, here, hi, you can have this bag of chips. And and it was like a bag of like um, little kettle chips, like the mesquite barbecue. And when you feel it, like it, it was like half inflated. And when you feel it, like there's no chips inside, but it's like fully sealed. Uh-huh. So it must have just like been a mistake or something, but I was like, okay, what are you going to do with this? I'm like, you should mail this back to the company and demand like a, you know, exchange or something. He's like, no, no, just here, hold it. So I held it in my hands and he proceeds to slap it like, 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 and it explodes. Oh, so there are now like, there was like a cloud of mesquite barbecue. So now my office is covered in a fine dust of just chip particulates. The whole thing smelled like barbecue for the afternoon. And I've been finding like small chip remnants, like little everywhere. So there were actually chips in it though. Like dust, chip dust. There was no like real. There wasn't any actual chips. There was no like real chip. I check it. The bag's right. I still have the bag in the trash can. Where's the evidence? Interesting. It's right there. And, and. So not only does my office now smell like barbecue, like cheap, like, you know, flavor there barbecue. could be worse smells. But also the whole thing is covered in a fine orange dust. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. You need to vacuum this place. It's, hey. it's a sty. Hey, <laughs> it's not my fault. It, you accept it. Also, those are not good chips, mesquite they're barbecue. Not, they're terrible. They are not good chips. I just don't understand why the, like people love them. Mesquite makes a good jalapeno chip mm-hmm. i will down a bag of those like in okay five jalapeno minutes. chips are the bomb yeah they're fantastic uh lays does a jalapeno chip that i am not a fan of but no, no. i like the mesquite like the mesquite one 
it like burns your lips off. It's amazing. Wow, but that's aggressive. It's aggressive, but like you got to power through and it's like, oh, it's not until like when you're almost finished the bag that you're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> it is, I can't feel my face. I can't feel my face. It's trying to Literally. numb the pain that I feel on a daily basis. That got real. It did. Hey, speaking of real, let's talk about the fantasy show Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so we're tuning into Loki season two, episode three, 1893. It's, I'm just going to say this was probably one of my favorite episodes so far. I have mixed feelings. I loved so many parts of this episode. There were moments that I was like, okay, this is fantastic. My only complaint overall, I just thought it was so rushed. Again, there was yeah. so like there was so much. It was a plot. lot to cover. And I had just said, like in our last episode, like I might be contradicting myself. I had said that one of the things that makes this series great is it knows when to slow down. And this episode did slow down, but not in enough. ways that not not that, that it wasn't enough. Sleep. Yeah, not in places that I thought it should. I'll get into it later. But first, I need to mention. Uh, the opening we, Marvel we have sequence. We gotta talk about it. We gotta, we, talk you know, we gotta talk. This, I feel bad for anyone that skipped the introduction on this episode, like the skip recap or whatever, or skip intro you or something. Missed else. so much. They um, they do this piano ragtime rendition, rendition yeah. of the Marvel opening credits theme, and it is so like it gets you uh, into the mindset. We're going back to. You know, Old West, 1893. Century, yeah. um, Epic. I want to learn this on the piano, but I never could. Just fantastic. Yeah. So that immediately uh, grabbed your interest. Mm -hmm. And after not being in this season so far, we finally see Renslayer again, uh, along with Miss Minutes. Mm -hmm. And boy, are they here to shake things you up. you got to remember, they just disappeared in the last season. Mm -hmm. Just kind of up and out of nowhere, disappeared. Um, and they come back with a vengeance. Yeah. They immediately start messing with things. Uh, they end up in, I think it's 1868. Yeah. Um, oh, so in the last episode, mm -hmm. it, it ended with Casey telling them, um, um, Mobius. Oh, that thing's, um, yeah. That, hey, we we got a hit on the, the time pads. Right. And Renslayer just showed up. Yes. And things are yeah. starting to get out of control the only way to stop it is if they are able to, uh, I forget the exact wording. Uh, they need to get okay a print okay. from He Who Remains so, or something. So yeah. I, I, I thought this was a really artful. I, I In the last episode, we talked about how um, you have like the main plot line. And then typically you have kind of these like little side quests. Mm -hmm. The Not not filler episodes, but typically you'll in a show like this, you'll have like side yeah stories that kind of diverge from the main this kind of felt like a little wrinkle in the story because as they um you have a war boris he's like hey we can fix the time loom we're gonna expand it and stuff. but when they get down to the machine room to to work on it he's like hey all the blast shields are closed we can't open them we they're like password protected by the one who remains he who remains he who remains so they at least they can't find him because he's been killed, but they can use one of his variants. But they know that Renslayer showed mm -hmm. up, and she's most likely trying to find yep. a variant of He Who Remains yeah. in order to rebuild, get back to mm -hmm. the, the original 
guy. So she's already got a head start on them. Uh, she immediately messes with things in 1868. I think it's 1868. Um, her and Miss Minutes, they give him a guidebook on the TVA when he's a child. I want to say he's like eight years old. So that kind of sets the stage for who this variant is going to become. And in the meantime, uh, our main crew, Loki, Mobius, they uh, end up following Renslayer first in 1868, and then they're able to land in 1893. Their goal here is to primarily find Miss Minutes. And uh, I wrote in my notes, best I could understand is they have to find Miss Minutes to stop the thing from killing everybody. Well, that's a pretty good sum up. Yeah, I, I'm here to speak for all the five-year-olds in the audience. Yeah, um, I I really like this a little bit because she jumps back to, um, like, it was like 25 years before. It was like 1860-something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just drops the book. Yeah. And as you find out later in the episode, like from Miss Minutes and stuff, this was kind of the contingency plan in case he who remains died. Like, to go back, find a variant, give him the TVA book, like the yeah. TVA so it manual. So the seed, yeah. And then he can go from there. So then you jump forward the 25 years. And they kind of talk about this, the the dual perspective trope, the, the story from two sides. And then it cuts to Mobius and Loki. And they're like, why did they go to this time? Yeah. Well, maybe they got it wrong. Well, they Miss Minutes doesn't make mistakes. So there must have been something, but... We'll figure that out later. Let's just go to 1893 and we'll go from there. My note that I wrote here was how on earth did Loki and Mobius know what clothes to wear for this time period? That's a great question. I don't know if like once they step through the door, it automatically transforms or did they have to pick out outfits before? Am I reading too much into it? The TVA probably just has a really big closet, like costumes from every time period. So you can kind of... Yeah. blend in everywhere and i do want to say the costumes in this episode are yeah, so good they yeah. are fantastic it like you really feel like you've stepped into that time period no again i know we've talked about this before the the set pieces the costume the lighting mm-hmm. the the like everything about it like you feel like you're in chicago in the early like late 19th century mm-hmm. if it looks great the set design of the world's fair it was awesome. Like they do this uh, big, like establishing shot. Like you see some hot air balloons. Uh, it's gorgeous. But I only have one note. This is a Disney series. I couldn't help but get the feeling like they borrowed some leftovers from the Dumbo remake for this set piece. <laughs> I didn't see the Dumbo remake, but I remember the trailers pretty vividly and it is very very similar uh just the whole circus set piece i don't know disney has been known to recycle material in the past but i'm showing you a picture right now and it feels very reminiscent it would have been about the same time oh no, no they would have had all those it. costumes and and some of get the it tents, i get it i mean look at this the tents the colors. you could have showed me this and told me that it was from this episode and i would have believed you yeah this picture of the ferris wheel and stuff anyway i'm not Maybe. it's not really a complaint just i feel like the, but okay but look at it from disney's <laughs> standpoint like that's a very cost effective setup what does disney need to save money for they are swimming Swimming in money. Are you sure? I mean, 
they had to increase prices of uh, uh, the, uh, Disney Plus last, uh, I think it was like three, four months ago. They so that we could watch this series. Per, yeah. You know what? You're right. It's They're expensive. hurting. We have more money than that. I am glad that they stopped making just freakish amounts of Marvel like TV shows and stuff. I feel like yeah. they inundated. You had Moon Knight and um, She-Hulk, yeah. and uh, it was all at once. There was, uh, it was too much, darling. There too was much. the there was the Hawkeye series. There was yeah, there was a ton. Um, but point of this episode is he who remains is yeah. back in the form of his yeah. new variant, Victor Timely. And I had a hard time when he came on screen in this episode um, because. I know I'm being nitpicky, but I still can't view him as anything more than a Marvel villain trying really hard to outdo everyone who came before him. Like his one acting choice all throughout here, at least, is just the pause and stutter acting. It's, well, we need to... Decipher... When we are... And I, I don't know. I'm just annoyed by it. Cause I'm like, okay, can we like, it's maybe it's a quirky choice. I just feel like we've seen it trying too hard to be weird. I don't know. I don't, yeah, oh. I agree. I, I found it annoying at times. Um, but I think they did, they tried really hard at kind of setting like, this is not the guy who, he, who is remains. This is a she who is different. remaining. She is, he that is the one. She who that is he remain. who is remaining. He who is around that guy. Still. But I got the same vibe. Like even when he appeared in the season one finale, yeah, just like so hard to be unique. And I'm I'm getting like Saw Guerrero vibes. You know? Him and <laughs> what a what a reference was it? Him or was it the you know producers, the executives that said, "Hey, try this." You know, there's no, there's no I real telling because honestly, come on, how much creative freedom do Marvel actors have? I would assume very little. I may be wrong, but well, I saw an did... interview with Catherine Hahn, uh, who plays, uh, well, I don't want to spoil anything for those who haven't seen WandaVision. Um, she plays Agnes, let's say, in WandaVision, and she was doing an interview, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon, how when she got cast to be in the Marvel. Uh, cinematic universe the first thing they did was take her into like a giant conference room where everything marvel related was mapped out like wow. everything currently going on like this is what we've done in the past mm. this is what we currently got going on here is how every single thing ties into each other uh so they are very much locked in to uh you know certain choices acting wise i'm not sure but I'll I'll have different thoughts on the acting well, later, but anyway, we're gonna talk about this later. But it's yeah. Um, One more note, I promise on this scene. That's fine. Uh, Victor Timely, he's presenting. Uh, I don't even know what you call this device. All about a time loom. A time loom, yes. A mini scale. A mini a real time. I don't know. A small scale. Actual size. <laughs> a real a real time loom. Um, and people. They're actually, they're skeptical at first, but then they're impressed by it. And I feel like I want to start a new thing where we have a either word of the episode or good word of the episode, because these two guys are fighting over, you know, who would get to invest in it or whatever. And one of them calls the other 
a hornswoggler. Hornswoggler. Oh, that's a good word. That's a good word. That is my good word of the episode. Hornswoggle. All right, let's go with the so, good word you know, of the episode. Is, yeah. Can we have like a nice little like chime or something like? The good word for the episode is hornswoggle. With, I mean, adjective. If you swoggler, horn swoggle. If you swoggles need, the horn. If you need the official definition, it's get the better of someone by cheating or deception. Horn swoggle. Good word. Yeah. Uh, someone okay. could also be etymology. North American. Yeah, that figures. Well, yeah. Is it like a bird? No, it's a. Uh... Ironically, horn swoggler is not. A word, but oh, early nineteenth century Interesting. origin. The first known recorded use of it was yeah. in Loki. Yeah, here's the example Just sentence. In... You mean to say you were horn swallowed? Wow, past tense. Yeah. Uh, well, fun, fun game for the uh, listening audience. Tr- Try to use that in yep. uh, some sometime in the next day or so. In yeah. just in conversation, and let us know if it works. If anyone turns ahead or just says like, "Wow, you must be." Really smart. <laughs> wow, are you from the 19th century? Okay, go on. You were going to take it from um, some point. Yeah, so they meet up in Chicago. They finally find, uh, they find, um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Timely. Victor Timely. Victor, a name. Timely. 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 Oh, okay. convenience. You know, whatever. Forced. I don't anyway, know. I feel it's forced. It's forced. Um, just say it. To be th- fair, well, okay, I don't want to go into that. He could have picked the name. He could have. He could have picked the name for right. himself. But, but find Victor him. Timely, so he, he turns out to be kind of like a early inventor, kind of a swindler. Yeah. So you have like the one guy comes up, he's like, dude, my pants are broken. He's like, I'll look at it next week. Um, they, he like crouches down. What? You look taller than to me. They run out. So they actually, so Mobius and Loki run into Renslayer and Miss Time in the fair show um what miss time miss uh, miss minutes miss minutes there we go miss they run into miss minutes um i, I like, like the names that you give people better than the actual <laughs> <laughs> was it um, he who is remaining <laughs> I'm sorry. i have like the ideas not the names it's meaning. so something my mom would do you know how miss you know Mrs. Time. She's like you gotta watch this show. It's called High Key. Yeah, it's called High Key. Yeah. It's like, mom, are you sure? Yeah. Oh, you also need to check out this sitcom from the nineties called Acquaintances. Yeah. Or buddies. Yeah, anyway. yeah. The main actor just died. Poor guy. Um. Anyway. Show some respect. So so they run out there. There's this great chase chase scene between like all four or five of them. Yeah. Um, it kind of culminates in a in a the Ferris wheel showdown between um, Sylvie shows up. Yes, I have it down here. She shows up, and I feel like it was supposed to be some reveal, but it was just very rushed. You just kind of blink, and Sylvie's there. Oh, hey, Sylvie, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, I felt like, like something something got cut from the uh, you know from what did it go? from the director's cut. Yeah, director's cut. Like like. Because the last time we saw her in the uh, the last episode, she was just chilling, listening to music on her pickup. How did she? Yeah, there's no. And then all of a sudden, she shows up here. How did she yeah. figure out that this variant was here? Uh, whatever the case is, uh, she's just determined to kick, you know, kill the guy, whoever could become the guy that remains. And again, I, it was at this point, I was like, all right, Sylvie's officially annoying me. 
because I understand when a character wants to stick to their motivation, but when they have to make them so irrational, they refuse to listen to any reason. I'm like, all right, now we're just like, it feels like we're stalling. And, um, but the funny thing about Loki facing off with one of his own variants is that they are too evenly matched and they end up blasting each other out of the Ferris wheel. And then what was really the cherry on top was the fact that Sylvie had the gall to blame Loki. She's like, this is on you. And it's made to seem like we're maybe supposed to sympathize with her. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, back here. It's yeah. Um, I find this whole scene a little confusing, um, but eventually Renslayer. It kind of it kind of ends with Renslayer and Miss um, Timely uh, escaping. They like hop on a boat because um, he wants to pick up some documentation from his office across um, the lake. And I did laugh when Miss Minutes, because they had kept referring to her as the Ghost Clock. I think up until yeah. this point, she gets really big and she just goes boo and scares everybody off. Oh, I had to look it up, actually. And I remember finding this last year, but uh, I forgot she is voiced by Tara Strong, who has voiced countless, countless characters. If you think of like any uh, cartoon from your childhood, it's very likely that uh, she provided at least one voice on that cartoon. She did some voices in Rugrats, Powerpuff Girls, Fairly Odd Parents, Proud Family, like the list goes on. So it's she, not surprising she that is a well-established voice actor yeah. for her. So, she's she's made it to Marvel. She's made it to Marvel. Has along with that before? I don't believe so. I mean, at this point, Marvel is running out of celebrities to put in their content, which is why recently I had to just put myself in a Marvel. Oh, my God. That was, <laughs> okay, that was a pretty decent green screen. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Now, we, uh, I did this silly little video where I replaced Tony Stark uh, in the ending scene of Iron Man when he's doing the press conference scene. And it, it came out okay. It was pretty funny, yeah. It came out okay. It, it was good for the target audience. Of, yes, uh, yeah. it would be too hard to explain here. But anyway. Uh, we'll go into that next week. We'll go into that next week. Maybe. Maybe. Whatever. I don't know. Um, but they run off with Timely. Yeah, so they're in the... And they start saying... There's a couple of bits here where you start seeing that obviously Miss Minutes is jealous of Renslayer. Yeah. And you're like, all right, something's up with Miss Minutes. And um, she's a little just shady. Like, you can tell, like, there's a little bit of a romance triangle between the, ro- you know, the AI and, and Renslayer and Timely. Uh, Timely. Which I don't know if I needed. It's a little, it's, a, it was, it's unsettling. Yeah. And while I did appreciate Renslayer gives, like, a very concise explanation of the current status quo to Timely. She's like, uh, someone killed you know, your original person or whatever, like, yeah. And now it's created all these branches and we have to fix it. I was like, okay, now I feel like I, I do like that he's smart enough to pick up on it and they didn't need to like explain it twice or anything. seemed a bit forced, but anyway, this is what I was talking about where the episode does take time to slow down, but this was a weird time for it to slow down because we have this weird random room like almost romantic dialogue between Renslayer and Timely. It ends with him holding her index finger, which was kind her, of strange. Not her hand, just her, her index her finger. finger. I was like, is he about to say, is this how humans hold well, hands? Then, you know, 
And earlier, I think this came up in the episode, I forget where, she says, I look forward to working with you as a partner or whatever. And that must be a trigger word for this guy. At some point, partner, like being a partner. Because, oh, earlier when, uh, what's his name, said, hey, I want to like go in as an investor. Yeah, I want to be your partner. And he was like, hex to the no. Um, It's like, I don't do partners. So obviously, I don't know what about this guy. Somehow being a partner is a trigger. Yeah. So Miss Minutes and Timely like cut the boat and leave Renslayer just floating in the middle yeah. of. I wrote down that it was a cool shot of uh, her machine. lifeboat dropping uh, from the main boat. But again, yeah, the episode slowed down. But for this, I was like, I want the show to slow down for like moments for Loki himself to emote a little bit. I'm here to watch Loki. And then it culminates in this. This incredibly weird scene between Miss Minutes and Victor Timely where she's, like, trying to seduce him? She has the hots for him? Yeah. And she's like, remember, well, you don't remember, but, you know, your other version, however yeah. we're saying it. Um, well, we, I, did, I like, was always there. There was a bit of an explanation on this that I like that was, like, started out simple as a simple chess AI and then, like, he developed her to the point that she requested permission to, like, write her own programming. Yeah. And then she started developing, like, her own consciousness and feelings. She, and like, stuff. her own desires, she says. And it, and I was, you know, and I, I love the fact that they're starting to go down the rogue AI. Because, I mean, like, Damn he's it. not only, cra- like, it's understandable now when you have, like, a AI that's crazy. Or has gained like complete sentience. Oh, yeah. You're like, there is no telling what that AI will do. But I'm like, we've also, all seen iRobot, okay? Uh, you know, and we won't spoil iRobot for those who haven't seen it. But I, I hate you because I have a note about iRobot in here. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but I'm like, a robot wanting to be human can like that's nothing new. We've seen that um, classic movie. Trope. But she's like, the only thing you haven't given me is a human body. And I was just like, I do like timely here. He's like, well, I, 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 I can't do that. I just said, you know, hats off to all the parents watching this with their kids and trying to explain it. <laughs> but she starts getting real weird. And so he powers her off. And then Renslayer shows up with some weapon. And she's an like early time stick, an early time stick, like an initial. And she says, like, lovers, tiff, tiff. And it was at this point that I asked myself, what am I watching? Like out of context, <laughs> yeah. that whole scene. Like, who comes up with like, this stuff? What is this? Like, I, um, I want to go home. Yeah, agreed. It was. Yeah, that, that whole bit was pretty funny. But eventually Mobius and and Loki, and Loki show up. Uh, Sylvie show up. There's kind yeah. of a, a face off because Sylvie's still trying to kill. Um, Sylvie's still doing timely. the one thing she is given the to do. One thing that they're assigned. Um, and overall, this episode, like I said, it doesn't really slow down, except for weird moments that no one asked for. But it does slow down for this um, uh, conversation, if you want to call it that, between Timely and Sylvie, and. I told you I would come back to the acting. I know I was being really nitpicky before, but I actually liked Jonathan Major's performance here uh, where Sylvie is about to stab him. And he says, you, you don't know me. You don't know the heart I have beating in my chest. And it actually gets to her. And I was like, I was like, it was, you're like, this is the Sylvie we know. Yeah. I was like a different acting choice. Finally. 
Um, side note, side note. I thought there was a chance that Disney was going to recast Jonathan Majors because he got arrested earlier this year for an assault. But they didn't. And they just wanted to. And I was reading a comment. I think it was by one of the directors that they didn't want to make any hasty decisions until everything had played out. But anyway, um, Sylvie surprisingly lets him go. And I actually got excited when uh, so she lets Loki and Mobius take him back to the TVA. And she looks at Renslayer and she says, leave her to me. And I was actually like, oh, let's go. I want to see this. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they just they head back to the TVA because they just need timely uh, for his presence aura to yep. unlock the the shields so they can get to the loom and stuff. Yeah, um, I forget where what this episode ends on. Oh, so it ends with Sylvie telling Renslayer, you know, all you want is power and you want a seat at the end of time. I think that was how she phrased it. Mm -hmm. And so she sends her to what I thought was a fate worse than death. She sends Renslayer to like the end of time, right where we left. He who remains after Sylvie had killed him and his body is deteriorating right after it. Uh, not right after, obviously. Yeah. His body had seen yeah. better days. Uh, and I was like, Oh man, that is cold. cold. Um, and Miss Minutes comes back and she's like, Oh, Hey, yeah. Like I, betrayed you but hey maybe we could work together now and it ended on what i thought so miss minutes tells renslayer yeah the, you know I'm a, I'm a little bit torn about this ending because it was it, um like miss minutes is like yeah i know a lot of stuff about him and you in fact like i know a, a big secret about you and she's like well why don't you tell me then she's like well it's gonna make you, you really angry, angry. And then it cuts. Yeah. And that's the episode. And I feel that's just like a very cheap cliffhanger. That's exactly what I wrote down. A very cheap cliffhanger. Nice. Like, yeah. So a cliffhanger. You know, I'm not opposed to cliffhangers, but yeah. I was like, ah, oh, okay. I uh, know a secret about you because now we're all like, ah, oh, what's the secret? Wow. What's the secret? I do want to just touch on that. This I love the time paradox that this episode kind of um begins to build with the whole um going back to eighteen whatever it was sixty leaving the book yeah kind of building the future from a past event um they're doing it really simply and just seeing how kind of, they're they're playing with like the time paradox theories. Which is really cool to see, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of excited to see if they kind of keep building on that throughout the episodes. Because yeah. we saw it earlier with like Loki with his like being stuck in that time warp, like back and forth and back and forth, and the dialogue the dialogue in episode one was so fantastic. Um, they're not touching on that kind of back and forth right now. They're focusing yeah. more on just the kind of like the evolution of mm -hmm. timely. They drop a couple of hints because. It started with Renslayer leaving the dropping the book through his window when he was a child. And now as an adult, he still carries that book with him. He's like, wait, that was you. And so and she actually I was surprised that she fessed up and said, yeah, that was me. Like sent you on that path. Yeah. Did and, not expect the admission. Yeah. Which Miss Minutes did not like. And uh, so it's most likely going to have repercussions. So we'll see where it takes us the next episode. But overall, 
the set design production of this episode was just so fun to look at. Fantastic. Everything popped. Oh, we like they get to stop by uh like the uh oh my goodness, what was it? The exhibit about uh Thor. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. like the Norse. Um and that was kind yeah. of funny because they yeah. were like, Oh, look, there's you know, the god of thunder and there's yeah. And then and uh, Mobius, Mobius looks at Loki and he's like, what are you just jealous that yeah. I have a statue? He's like, I keep forgetting you're a god. He's like, wow. well, look at Boulder. Why is Boulder there? He's like, yeah, yeah. Boulder, the guy. Yeah. So there was a lot of fun with the set design here overall. I just felt like it was rushed and slowed down at the wrong parts. You know, I think the scene, the costumes, the story and the plot so far, 10 out of 10. The pacing on this episode was jarring at times um because like in the i think in the last episode we had such good pacing um coming into this episode it felt a little bit off because just the pauses to kind of catch up from the action sequences it was a little off yeah so so we'll see if they can pick it back up in the right ways next time but uh we're already halfway through this season there's only six episodes yeah so So, much has happened and and there's still so much yet to cover there's a lot more show to show in this show until next week we see it yeah the next episode right episode four looking forward to it looking forward to it we're gonna cut it right now